Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. In a world where action movies are constantly exploding at the box office, our heroes take on the monumental task of dissecting and analyzing all aspects of action movies to truly understand what it takes to make a great action film. Ben Bateman, Andrew Guy, in a Popcorn Talk Network exclusive, this is Action Movie Anatomy. Boom! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show! Mortal Kombat! <laughs> There's a great part in the song you're going to hear in just a second. Five, four, three, two, one. Dude, that was perfect. We should have cut right there. Yeah, that would have been great. Amazing. Damn so, it. If you guys don't know the film that we're doing on today's episode, it's a little movie I like to call Mortal Kombat. It has begun. Yes. Uh, this is a film from 1995. This is action movie anatomy on the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network dedicated to talking movie things and all things movie related. I'm your host, Ben Bateman, joined today by my pastel shirt, purple tie wearing co-creator, co-host, and great buddy, Mr. Andrew Guy. Great body. <laughs> I was like, where's he going? They call him Andrew this. the Body Giovanni. Yeah, they don't. No one's called me that. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm here. Let's talk some Mortal Kombat. How did this happen? It's a good question. I think we have our engineer, uh, Mr. Mark Donica, to thank for that. Donica. The voice of God. The w- That's right. He pitched it last week, and he won. Yeah. His first pitch ever. By a fucking landslide. Like, Wasn't even close. Not even close. We were like, people were on the show like two weeks ago. We were like, oh, Mortal Kombat. It's, it's, it's a fun movie. Should we do it on the show? Uh, guys, if you want to know. And then some people tweeted, and then last week we put it up for vote, and it won like 78% of the vote. Resounding. I mean, just not even close. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, uh, this is Action Movie Anatomy And rather than introducing the show and the rules and what we do on the show I'm going to do two things The first of which is to tell you that we are on iTunes uh, You can find us, rate, review, leave a rating It actually helps us do the show and continue to do the show Because obviously we do the show for free We provide the content for free And we can continue to do it for free If you guys help us by giving us a rating and a review There was a really nice uh, review I read on iTunes of us just recently That somebody said we are the man I think, they were oh, talking yeah. about, I think they were talking about me, but I believe um, it was a it was a all inclusive the man, right? Okay. Including Mark, yeah, including Mark, including <laughs> Donica, yeah. Um, but uh, if you do that, that's very helpful. Obviously, comment and leave your thoughts on the YouTube video. And then, lastly, you can find us on Twitter. The Action Movie Anatomy Twitter is at AMA Podcast. Uh, we've been a little less active on it as of recently. We've been pretty involved with other movie related projects, but uh, we put a tremendous amount of heart into this every week. So. This is our baby. Yeah. This is this is our show that we love more than anything else we do. We're just busy. We're yeah. just busy these days. Uh, but if you want to follow that, you should tweet at that. We will always read and respond to the tweets. Always. I'm at Ben Bateman Media on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Andrew Guy. And this is Action Movie Anatomy. So the deal is, there's all these rules and things. We should have we just throw this away? Like, why well, even? This is, a, this is a waste of a tree right here. I'll forget a bunch of stuff if I don't have this in front yeah, of me. Okay. <laughs> I'm not particularly good at that. Um, but uh, but what we are going to do is freeform the show today. Yep. So basically, all of the production notes and all of the like, this guy was in this movie in this year, and this was the producer's name, and it made this much money, this is what we're going to talk about. We're just going to be like... No. Let's talk about how <laughs> sweet it is when Johnny Cage is like, 
this is where you fall down. Like, we're just going to, like, talk about that stuff. Gonna, this is literally, there's no, we are just going to, this movie is awesome, yeah. and this is why. This is, like, basically the fist pump moment episode, because do you guys really want to know the movies that the guy who plays Liu Kang was in before this? Do you actually want to know Chow? what other movies Paul W.S. Anderson directed or who the producers on this movie were? This movie is important for one reason and one reason only, and that's that we all remember it as being a sweet movie we saw as kids. None of the actors, the director, nothing about this movie made a cultural impact that is still relevant today, aside from the fact that... Other than the song. Yeah, which is my thesis statement. <laughs> so uh, we will get to there. So we're going to do some of the some of the games and things we play, and we will explain all of them, just like we normally would in an episode. But just know that rather than most weeks where we come in with tons of stuff on paper, like ready to... We're just going to pretty much be doing this all live. It's going to be uh, fun. There we do no, it live anyway, but yeah. There will be no cuts. Uh, so yeah, the, 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 show, the show generally works in the way that we have four basic rules, one of which the hero always plays by their own rules. Rule number two, the hero yes. and the villain are always the smartest people in the room. Yes. Rule number three, the movie is driven by a police military, political, or mercenary figure. Uh, and rule number four, there's at least one explosion. Uh, I mean, it hits some of the rules. It hits all of them but the one. There's an explosion. Scorpion so- explodes. Sonya works for, like, the out oh, the Outworld she- Police Force, the <laughs> IOCF or something. Sonya, no! Wait! Sonya, don't go! Hey, Sonya! Sonya, wait! <laughs> um, it chatted. So, yeah, those are the rules normally. Um, and then we're going to show the trailer and do action movie tagline. So let's cue let's it. Let's do it. <laughs> The live feed is just filled with people being like, I want to know more about this movie and how it was made. Really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> each of us, there burns the fury of a warrior. In each of us, there burns the fury of a warrior. <laughs> One of my favorite things about watching this movie with you was that we've seen it so many times that we knew the specific guttural sounds that people made yeah. in certain parts of fights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When the when the dude with the braids does the tiger sound, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but right before he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the reptile being straight up like the logo of a 1990s like uprising computer company. <laughs> That's not in the movie. That look, look at that look. That's in the movie. That is the best part. There's a great line that's not actually in the movie. I think it's right here. I think Luke Kane goes. I'll point it out. Great. Hello, lovely. That's not in the movie. You can't run from me, Shang. <laughs> Crystal Sub Zero. Sonya. Ah, oh, so good. I feel like I'm gonna go like drink a bunch of energy drinks and play video games all night right now because that's what <laughs> yeah. I did when this movie came out. Yeah. <laughs> so there's the trailer for Mortal Kombat. Just um, incredibly gripping. I mean, a trailer that is far closer to the quality of the movie. Actually, it's exactly yeah. It doesn't try to be something that it's not in any way. Like you could take the footage from that movie. And you could make a modern-day recut of that trailer and actually make it seem kind of compelling if you wanted to. Yeah. It wouldn't be that hard. I mean, there's Did a, you see that online project that they made a few years ago? You're talking about they, the one the machine was involved in? 
Yeah, where they re- they like made two episodes or yeah. like a few episodes, and it looked so good at first. Yeah, it's, it, that's that's a that's like a Machinima original series that they did. Okay, um, I was just researching it actually last week, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of love for Mortal Kombat. Oh, it's one of the it's the best video game adaptation of a movie. So let me before we go on record here with um, well, action up, movie tagline up to this, up to this <laughs> point. Let me say that before we go on record with action movie tagline, I want to make something abundantly clear about this movie. Um, I played Mortal Kombat the video game as a kid. Yep. You did too. Absolutely. Played a lot of different ones all the way through the all the different systems. I've seen a lot of like cartoon and digital footage. I know that there's a tremendous amount of additional content out there about Mortal Kombat and just the love of the characters. Make no mistake about it, this is a bad movie. It's not a good movie. This is an appallingly bad movie. Like it is there is no way <laughs> to find any redeeming quality in this movie other than to laugh at it, and some of the fights are still kind of sweet. And oh. Christopher Lambert. When I say bad, like... Oh, rated yeah. <laughs> I enjoy the shit out of this oh, movie. Oh, it's going go... We had so much fun watching this. This was like... This is like the most fun I had had. Like, the movie started, you saw New Line Cinema, yeah. and as they play New Line Cinema, you hear, Mortal Kombat! Yeah. And we both just looked at it and was like, oh, this is this so is sweet. It. Here we go. This is so sweet. So, uh, we normally do this thing called Action Movie Tagline. This is like... A thing where when we were kids, we'd go to the movie store and we would see like a bunch of boxes on the wall and they would have, you know, uh, a slam bang action thriller or a nonstop adrenaline thrill ride or sometimes a little bit longer bit written on the back. Um, this is like a, a very fitting movie for that. We, oh, it's, yeah. We make up our own action movie taglines, but as you know, we're making this episode up as we go along. Yeah, so, <laughs> these are not planned out at all. I mean, I've had some good ones recently. Yeah. Actually, somebody, did you see somebody commented on the YouTube comments about my. Say? About my die oh, the hard. diehard fucks the White House. They thought that was they funny. loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I also thought it was funny. I did too. Um, Mine was much better. It was just real. Do you want to go with your tagline? Uh, yeah, I'll try to. Okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> shake this off. All right. Uh, high kicks meet high tension when a man's brother is killed by the world's most evil sorcerer. Worlds collide. Can Raiden and Liu Kang save the world? Find out. Mortal Kombat. I like it. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. Look, I just made it up right now, okay? <laughs> I just made it it's up really on hard. Uh, okay. Bad. <laughs> Here we go. Three strangers on a boat will decide the fate of the world. Will Prince Goro reign triumphant? Will Shang Tsung? I'm losing it. Uh, mine's better already. Yeah, I just lost it. I thought I was going to be Look, better at this. Doing is this is harder than it seems. <laughs> this okay, this show's a, not as easy as it seems. This is not an easy job. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know, action movie tagline. If I think of something better, or if you think of something better and you want to tweet at us, I mean, you have to be able to come up with a tagline 104 characters or less. We have to be able to come up with something better than Ben's. Yeah, I just didn't didn't do very well there. I. It's a good try. I should have just been like, here's my action movie tagline. Mortal Kombat! Yeah. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Um, Mark, just cue the song. <laughs> uh, so, all right, let's let's uh, let's get into thesis statement. I kind of already shared mine to some degree. This is a uh, thesis statement. It's like this idea that we had a long time ago when we created this show that we were going to share a bold opinion about the film right getting into it, and we were going to kind of defend that throughout the course of the entire episode. It would be sort of like the jumping off point for our opinions on the movie. And uh, something something strong, bold, rude, and hyperbole, not loose, not like Luke Kang's my favorite movie character, or like, <laughs> which would be sweet. That would be really sad. Um, mine is that of all of the media ever created, of all of the Mortal Kombat-related media, <clears throat> the games, the movies, the sequel, the cartoons, everything, 
the most relevant thing that's ever come out of it came out of this film in the Mortal Kombat theme song. Absolutely. Which was not in the video game. It was written for the movie. And this song propelled the album. This was a platinum album. (laughs) Yeah. This was a platinum. I'm not kidding you. It sold over a million copies. If anyone even in the same 15-year age range of you and I hears that song... Yeah. It, 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 like, lights a fire in their belly. It's, like, the same way that I, the Tiger, did for the generation right before us. And us, too. Yeah. But, like, Mortal Kombat, the song, is just iconic. It will live on forever. I had friends in college, like, college years. You hear that? that? I hear it. It's amazing. I want to go fight somebody right now. I had friends in college mm-hmm. years that took a lot of acid, and they <laughs> put this on their acid trip mix. Of course they did. This is what they, they were like. I was like, I love Mortal Kombat. They were like, you should... You listen to that you should drive some acid. acid. And I was like, eh, I don't mean that's you're going over my head on this one. Like, but, I'll just uh, listen to the song. I like the song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my bold thesis statement is is that Christopher Lamb that I want to try acid and listen to the song. <laughs> exactly. Christopher Lambert Christopher Lambert is one of the, <laughs> if not the most out of place and racist character I've seen in a movie in a long time. I think he just goes far as say ever. Ever. It makes it more of a bold statement. It does. I was going to say, probably ever. He's, I mean, he's, he's, only, he's I don't know if he's as bad as the two robots in Transformers because of where we've come. Right. But like, this is 95 and this is just a straight up white guy. In a rice paddy hat. With blonde hair. Yeah. Blue eyes playing the God of Thunder. Yeah. Like... Just, just like though the cross-eyed god of thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't even pull support pictures for other characters. I just pulled three pictures of Christopher Lambert. <laughs> I don't think so. You guys did great. Uh, he's no, he's the he's the key to the movie. <laughs> Lord Raiden, <laughs> how nice of you to grace us with your presence. presence. Yes, sideshow freaks attack my fighters. You know that is strictly forbidden before the tournament. You're finally beginning to understand. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Grandfather, get up! This is not your thunder, your god of thunder and lightning, it's just a beggar! So yeah, that's my, uh, that's how I feel about Christopher Lambert in this movie, Lambert. Christopher Lambert, who, by the way, I don't know if any of you guys know this, but Christopher Lambert was married to a very special woman named Diane Lane! Ben has never wanted to be him For a period more. of time. When I saw him in his rice paddy hat, his, <laughs> with his, with his, his thunder skills and his prime in 95... His voice in his, in his prime in '95. It's almost like it's it's like almost Anaconda's not a perfect killing machine. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's, it's not, not quite there. And it's within a year or two. Of it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> For anybody who's wondering, that's John Voight in Anaconda. Snakes don't eat people. Amazing. Yeah. Incredible. Now, I almost feel like we should pitch Anaconda for next week. Oh, God, I wish. That movie would be so good. Do you really think we can't do Anaconda on the show? We can do whatever we want at this point. Yeah. All we have to do is put it to a vote to the audience and then yeah. blame them. Right. I mean, I, I guess, like, we would probably want to wait to do Anaconda. We'd want to do some, some like, movies of higher quality first. I don't know. I don't know, though. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got some important stuff to cover. We do. Um, all right, so now let's just continue down the road of sweet games we get to play, because that's pretty much all this week is going to be. Um, let's get into fist bump moments. This is that moment when you're watching the movie. By the way, this whole fucking movie is a fist bump. Absolutely. I mean, the whole thing. So this is that moment when you're watching a movie, and you're like, you're like, oh, my God, what, what's happening? This is so sweet. Doing this the, is so cool. Doing the, doing the, oh, my God, this is doing the Lambert voice. Yeah. <laughs> this is like you'd be watching the film, and like something would happen. You'd be like, this movie... <laughs> Is amazing. I want to call my best friend and say, 
What are you doing? Come watch this film with me. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you want to do. But you're, but it's more excited than that. Yeah. It's like you're jumping up and down on your couch. You want to get your buddy in the room. Hey, come in here and watch this movie with me. Now you're like Marlon yeah. Brando from The Godfather. Yeah, I'm kind of losing it a little bit. Watch a movie with Kevin Refuse. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're kind of like, fuck yeah. This is the fucking sweetest thing I've ever seen. That's, that, yeah. Okay. So what's yours? What's your fist pump moment? Oh my god, this is so many of them. There's I think. So many good ones. Like, to a, to a large degree, my fist pump moment is when you see New Line Cinema and you hear the song. Like, that's huge. The opening moment. Because I was totally like, this is so sweet. I cannot wait to watch this movie. Um, that was really, really exciting. I also get a total, total fist pump moment the first time we meet Johnny Cage. Yeah. Um, when he walks into the garage and, like, the door is opening and he sees all the dudes. The and weird like, music plays. He walks in and he's and he like looks at him and he's like, "Let's dance." And then it's like, and he, yeah, yeah. They each take out their weapon and they they're each all like, the, it's like the same weapon but a different variation yeah. of it. Like one opens out, one like shoots out. Yeah, they're, they're all apart. like metal and they crackle and it's like. Shh. And he just kind of like, he just like takes everybody down. And he's like pretty sweet. Yeah, I don't know that scene. I just was, I always just really liked that scene. Right. That's like probably that might be my favorite fist bump. Uh, let's see, my. That's <laughs> when you see the silhouette. Yes, <laughs> like it, it absolutely is, and I'm so glad that he reminded me because like a real fist bump <laughs> moment is is when you meet Scorpion and Sub Zero on the boat. Yeah. Like it's actually sweet because yeah. those are everyone's favorite characters growing yeah, up. Of course, but. For purposes of the movie, my favorite part is when Liu Kang goes back to his the temple or wherever he, he's from, and he's like talking, and then you see Raiden's shadow behind the sheet, like yeah. in the background, I mean, like sitting there. I just I don't remember what it was, but we had this realization of like, oh my god, Raiden's coming on right now, yeah. and I was so excited. And then he comes out and he just starts to kill it. Liu Kang has been given the dream. He is the chosen one. I am the great white ninja. <laughs> yeah, here's here's a question for you guys. Something I never understood. If if the tournament happens once in a generation, is you're the one? Right. Here's the thing I don't understand. How could the tournament happen once in a generation if Chan literally just died in the tournament? If he went and fought. Right. He's like his younger brother by like five years. If he just he got the telegram that he died, he just got it. How is it possible that he would have fought in the tournament if it's once in a generation? Oh, go. Oh, yeah, thank God. Right. Right. Got it. Relativity. <laughs> <laughs> right. Could have got lost in the mail. <laughs> it says, yeah, return home. I right. love that, like, you were starting to ask this question in my mind. I was like, there's no way that anyone has any sort of relative answer yeah. to this. And then Mark's like, actually, well. Here, here's, another, here's another question for you, another content, continuity question. Uh, okay, Johnny Cage it walks up to, to um, oh, by the way, in this scene, this is something I heard. So, you know, uh, the director... Who's like, Johnny, you're killing me. I'll be back to directed traffic. Don't leave yeah, me, Johnny. Yeah. Who does that guy look like? Uh, I don't know. He looks Steven like... Steven Tobolowski? Steven Spielberg. Oh, okay. Steven Spielberg 
was a huge fan of Mortal Kombat and originally was supposed to play that role. Had to cancel oh. due to filming. Uh, this is, I, Could I you imagine if Spielberg was in this movie? Oh yeah, it'd be amazing. It would add so much. It would add so much credibility. By the way, there's a great podcast we're both fans of called "How Did This Get Made?" Yes, very. Good. And I, I listened to this episode a long time ago, the Mortal Kombat episode. I just listened to it again just for like refreshers. So anything you hear, jokes I'm making that sound similar, it's because I just listened to it. Right. So I'm certainly not trying to to, to stomp on those guys' comedy, but uh, uh, I I heard that fact on there, and I just thought it was funny to add. But so he walks up to Master Boy, and he's like, "Hey, Mister, you're in my seat." And Master Boy puts the thing down. He's like, "Hey, Johnny." Ah, <laughs> uh, Johnny. And he's like, oh, Master Boy. And he's like, the, the whole premise of the movie is then explained in that moment when he's like, he's like, they think I'm a fake. And he's like, I know how you can prove it. And he's like, what is it? Tournament. He's like, there's a tournament. The tournament. <laughs> you win the tournament. You tell everybody. <laughs> everybody will tell each other. You're, you're the, the real You're the real goods. <laughs> how do I do it? There's a boat. Leaves Pier 30 tonight. Be on it. Johnny's like, all right, sweet. Well, that's all I got to do uh, to serve my ego. I as, will be the greatest fighter. It's <laughs> not a fake. I'm going to trust Master Boyd. Here's the question for you. For Shang Tsung to be doing the Master Boyd face, he has to have killed Master Boyd, right? Is that how it works? Is he can only be the face of people he's killed? I think... Okay. So I think he took Master Boyd's soul. Clearly. Yeah. I had never thought about that. Just so he could time. go and talk to Johnny Cage. Yep. So sad. Yeah. He was plotting. Rest in peace, Master Boyd. Yeah. Rest in Rest peace. Rest in peace. Master Boyd. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, where were we with something sweet? What we're doing? We're just this? gonna. We're right now. Right, right now we're oh. crossing out the entire production section. Yeah. Wait, there was something I was gonna add though that I was so excited about because we were talking about fist bump, and I, I think I know what my favorite line is, so I'll use this for fist bump now. Okay. My other fist bump is the first time we meet Sonya. Because they're in the nightclub <laughs> and, and Kano and like Kano's talking. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I love punctuality in a woman. Yeah. Isn't that right? I caught him from ear. To ear. <laughs> Mr. Shang Tsung. Like, and he's looking at her, and Sonya and Jax are, like, in the nightclub, and it's, like, straight up. You're a kid, you're watching this, you're like, oh, my God. People in clubs that, like, party are all evil enough that, as an officer, you can just hit just all drop of them. every single person in your way. Yeah, they're all evil because they're in this club, so you can just take them all out, it doesn't matter. But this is my favorite part, is when you first meet him there, and, and she's like, is the perimeter secured? And he's like, perimeter secured, Sonya. She's like, it better be, I want Kano. It better be, I want Kano. It's <laughs> like, I always remember that line. It's so frenetic, the energy. It's just so well delivered. <laughs> you really believe that she wants Kano. Oh, she wants Kano. <laughs> and just, Kano is just the just dirtiest. He's the worst. Yeah, he's sweet, though. Yeah. He's super probably sweet. the coolest character. <laughs> he's sweet. His eye looks super sweet. His bionic eye. Bionic. And then Jax. Jax, who's another character. He's another one of these situations where it's like they just decided to like give you a teaser for a character right. that's like in the video game. Because I think... If I remember correctly, Jax shows up in, in Mortal Kombat 2 for Super Nintendo and Sega. Whole, oh, yeah, yeah. He's not in one. He's not in the first one. He's in the whole second movie. But he's got two bionic arms. They're sweet. Right? Yeah. But he's a good character. Um, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> hey, Sonya, don't get on that boat. Sonya. Sonya, wait. <laughs> All right, cool. I got a job. <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening to, like, I was I was wanted to know what Sonya's job actually was. She was in some sort of law enforcement, but, like, it's her official title is, like, some sort of, like, it's something weird, like the the outworld investigative. What, 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 what was it? What was the uh, crime force or something? Ranger battalion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like outworld ranger battalion. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is a real thing that you're saying right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Why, yeah. Why aren't you on the show? Yeah. You should be sitting here instead of me. <laughs> should I should be in the booth. <laughs> yeah, you should just be. You should just be the guesting on the show. Hundred percent. Actually knows what they're talking yeah, about yeah, on this yeah. episode. Um, all right. So uh, should I do this star breakdown? Uh, oh, yeah. No. Robin Shaw and Carrie Hiroko Tagawa were in movies before this. Okay, let's share our collective knowledge on Robin Shaw's other movie that he did. Uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah, exactly. Done. Christie, done. Section done. He's the, also the only actor that returned for Mortal Kombat Annihilation two years later. Which was a huge mistake by everyone else in the cast. Sonya left. Johnny Cage left. Shang Tsung's dead. Shang Tsung's dead. Lord, Lord, Raiden, Lord Raiden was replaced by a, a sweet character actor whose face you all recognize yeah. his name I can't think of. You just said his name. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa, Mr. Shang Tsung. This uh, Shang Tsung guy is such a great sorcerer. Why is he on such a crummy boat? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, box office, right? That's usually what we do next. Um, box office and critical reception. Like, for, can't we- for the record, by the way. This is your fault, viewers. Yeah, you did this. You, like, we would never do the movie Mortal Kombat on this show. Like, ever. In a million years, had you guys not asked for it. So... It's not going to be a commonality. We're not no. going to we're not going to just like take movies that don't fit. No. But in this case, this is very fun and the reason it's so loose is because we have to do something different otherwise we're dignifying this if movie. If we treat this movie the same way that we treat, I don't know, Warrior or Terminator 2 or Aliens, the fuck does that say about <laughs> those movies? You know what I'm saying? We would it would not be a positive show. It's just one of those things where we're we're paying the respects to this movie in a way that we feel appreciates it the most. This was not just one of my favorite movies as a kid. Like, the greatest. This was absolutely my number one movie as a kid. I It was my thing when people were like, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, I drank 19 pops last night. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, you just say dumb things Your for attention. Your friends sound like they suck. Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, when I was like eight or nine years old, like, I had seen Mortal Kombat like 89 times. Yeah. That was like my thing. Every time I we went to the store, I wanted to watch Mortal Kombat. It's so good. Yeah. It's, and, and one thing that, that I can say about this movie is actually you know we'll get there we'll get there in the uh, the critical because I have a couple cool reviews I pulled uh, but we'll do this real quick New Line Cinemas a budget of eighteen million dollars opened on August eighteenth in ninety five it grossed seventy million dollars domestic and fifty one worldwide for a grand total of one hundred and twenty two million dollars let's for- name let's name some of the movies that uh, based on the success of this video game ap- video game adaptation happened over the next several years. You have this movie to thank for Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. <laughs> You've got uh, Max Payne about ten years later. You've got the Dungeons and Dragons movie just a few years later. You've got the Hitman series. I was naming the bombs. Sounds like your name was the ones that actually made a well, little bit of money. These didn't do very well. <laughs> Better than the movies I just named. And then one thing that's interesting was the GoldenEye. Yeah. Thing, even though because it, it obviously the game wasn't out yet when the yeah. movie came out, but the game became... So, I mean, big. that was the biggest Nintendo 64 game basically ever. Yeah. And then Perfect Dark came out because of it, and, and it was like the adult version. And it just wasn't that good. Completely. It was, yeah, it was it was very different, but like, okay, so GoldenEye, Max Payne, Hitman, Final Fantasy, Spirits yeah. Within, uh, and then the ones before that, you've got like Double Dragon. Yeah, yeah, I know the Super Mario movie. And, uh, 93, I think. Yeah, and then uh, Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. Like, they're so, they're all bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Mark. You do a show <coughs> called Video Game Movie Anatomy. Yeah, why don't we right? talk about that for a second? So go ahead and plug your show, and also sound off on some of the movies we just named because I'm sure you've thought about them extensively. Got it. Right. 
Got it. Right. 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 What is your absolute favorite video game movie ever made? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Okay. So would you agree, here's a piece of trivia for you, that in Final Fantasy The Spirits Within, it is like watching Ben Affleck with Alec Baldwin's voice? Yeah. Is... Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Have you ever seen it? Uh, no. Oh, that's a sight to see. I you mean, just what watch... you just said right there, I'm like trying to wrap my head around <laughs> it. I'm like, why would it look and sound like that? It's... It's also, like, pretty pretty bizarre that, like, back then, like, 2000 or something, or 2001, it actually looks remarkably good Oh, still. no, I remember the graphics look great. Yeah. Like, and the fighting in this movie holds up. Some of it. Some of it. Yeah. Not all of <laughs> the it. The reptile fight's sweet. Always my favorite. Yeah, reptile fight's good. Like, um, there definitely was some cool stuff. I mean, the Shang Tsung fight's pretty good. Yeah, d- definitely the person that does did did her own stunts, but does not look like she knew how to fight was Sonya Blade. Yes, um, Bridget she very, Bridget Wilson, I believe, married to Pete Sampras. She looked very out of place and very uncomfortable. Yes, who is actually famous? I was gonna say the only other part about this movie. The thing that might be more famous than Mortal Kombat, the song... Billy Madison? Is Veronica Vaughn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, she's more famous than anything. That Veronica yeah, Vaughn. Yeah, because the movie is such a classic. sweet piece of ace. <laughs> Believe me, dude. I know from experience. No, you don't. <laughs> okay, uh, not me personally, but a guy I know her. No, let me tell you, no. They got it all. No, no, they didn't. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> You can imagine what it would be like if they did. Ah. <laughs> okay. No um, yelling on the bus! <laughs> so you guys can tell we're diehard Chris Farley fans. Um, Alright, back to what we're doing. Opened at number one at $23 million, so it made over its budget back opening weekend. And now we'll get into critical because this is just exciting. Um, IMDb mm. gives it a solid 5.8. Not bad. Only, I think, five points or... Actually, I think it's nine points behind Olympus Has Fallen. Uh, it's... Very notable that this film's highest rating is the audience score. A a consistent trend on our show. Yeah, a (laughs) solid 58%. Almost a 60. (laughs) Not quite. That's what it matters. Uh, And then we got Leonard Claddy here from Variety says, Where others have sunk in the mire of imitation, director Paul Anderson and writer Kevin Droney affect a viable balance between exquisitely choreographed action and ironic visuals and verbal counterpart. He lost me in the last part. Counterpoint. Did you give me the difficult to read one? No, <laughs> you didn't. Apparently, I gave myself the difficult to read one. So, okay, so to juxtapose your yours, just I'm going to read Laura Evanson from the San Francisco Chronicle, her rotten review. The movie has everything a teenage boy could want. Everything, that is. But an interesting plot, decent dialogue, and compelling acting. <laughs> That's a good review. It's a good one. They're both great. Because um, I love that the first guy is like, oh, they did this. This is incredible. Let me just give you a preview of my favorite line. This is actually just my favorite line. Uh, and this is where the, the acting to me is just like so bad. Right. It's, it's when uh, Raiden first shows up to the village. And they're like, and Raiden's like, vengeance is not a good enough reason or something like that. And Luke Kane looks around and he's like, oh, I forgot. We are fighting for the fate of the world. <laughs> and you're just like, it's like his face and his it's like act, acting. This yeah. is acting. Oh uh, my god. My favorite line 
is also said by someone from the Kang family. Ooh. But it's when he's impersonated by Shang Tsung. <laughs> this is when his brother's like, hey, Lou, remember when our parents died? It's <laughs> like a long pause. <laughs> like, uh, yes. <laughs> and you said you'd always look out for me. But I just love the beginning part yeah. of it. Remember when our parents died? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, is there anything else? Or, yeah, mean, it was horribly traumatic. Really Why are you bringing day? that up? Of course I remember that. <laughs> it's just it, that there's so many lines in this movie that are delivered. I mean, the writing's not good. No. But the fact that there's no conviction behind any of the delivery just makes them fall so much flatter. Should we... Okay, so let's get into ultimate action scene. Uh, let's let's just talk about it. So I think the ultimate action scene is probably the odd, <coughs> the odd cut to when it's just like a total insert of Sonya and Johnny Cage standing in the sunset uh-huh. and Johnny Cage being like, I can beat Goro. I just could never let anything happen to you. And Sonya's like... And, yeah. so, and Sonya's like, you'll die. And he's like, no. I know I can beat him. And you're like, first of all, you guys never developed a romance here. Nope. All that happened is Johnny Cage made dumb jokes the whole movie, and you, like, thought he was a pig. And you're the two white people on the same team. And now, like, you're romantically involved. Yeah. It's also the last of it we ever see. Yep. That's it. Like, Until they, he dies in the second one, I think. You see that she's, like, heartbroken or yeah. something. It doesn't matter. It, yeah. And <laughs> Especially doesn't matter because it's a different actress. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Which is, like, what were you doing, Bridget Wilson, that was so important in your career? Being that, married to Pete Sampras. All right, fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not really the ultimate action scene. That's just another scene that I want to point out. Yeah, I love... I love. Uh, we pulled this clip because I think it's so out of place. Yeah. So you have Liu Kang fighting the nameless guy. The guy that doesn't even get introduced. Is that the guy with the braids? Yeah. Guys, yeah. that's Hakeem the Machine Alston from WMAC Masters. Thank you very much. There you go. He's exactly. sweet. He makes he that sweet tiger noise. And he's a, it's a good fight. Yeah. But they don't inter- introduce him. They just say Liu Kang... And then that's it. Yeah. Everyone else, like Sonya and Kano, get an introduction. So you go Liu Kang fighting the braided nameless guy. Then you got Sonya killing Kano. Right. She's human. cold this and is, hard. This is some human-on-human action that's going on. Yeah. And then Johnny Cage's first fight is with <laughs> Scorpion in hell. It's, it's like he's never he's never introduced. It just starts. You're like, you're like okay, first of all. What Johnny you, Cage is walking in, in like a bamboo forest. <laughs> so you're like, all right, got it. You, you just you woke up like you're like someone go on a walk. You're in a bamboo forest. You have a signed picture of yourself in your back pocket that you're waiting to throw after you beat someone because you're such a douchebag that that's <laughs> yeah. what you do after you beat people. And then you're like, wallet check, car keys check, picture of myself <laughs> check check yeah. <laughs> Uh, pen? No, oh, I already signed it. It's good. Um, you, you get up, you're walking in the woods, and like Scorpion just like appears, and you're like, oh shit. This is how today's you're gonna like, go. That's the guy from the boat. Ah, no! Did that thing come out of his hand, didn't okay. he? Oh no. He's got a snake thing in his hand. I'm faster than that thing, though, and if I run around a lot of trees, it'll probably get stuck on a tree, and then we'll go to hell and I can kill him. Right. Um, let's cue, let's, now that we've narrated this whole fight, <laughs> let's see how it actually plays out. Okay, so they're already in hell. This is just the in hell version. I like that his like little head thing was that weak. His little hand thing that comes out of his hand. So I guess this is hell. Donica, would you agree, or do you know where this is? Oh, this is this is uh, supposed to be the nether realm. Okay, that's hell, right? Yeah, that's hell. it's hell. It's like okay. in between hell and death. Somehow, Johnny Cage. Do you know anything about the forest they fight in? Uh, that's just one of the levels from Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah, I remember that level. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, just... isn't this level, or this world in the game at some point? Oh, yeah, all, the, all over the place. Right. Welcome! And then he hits him in the face. Welcome! 
get over here. But then the music turns to just like super solid metal. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the worst is the get down here. Yeah. Oh, we're getting there. <laughs> but here's the issue. Here's the intrinsic yeah. problem with Mortal Kombat. Donnegan, tell me if you agree with this. Every kid and their mother who liked this game knows that the two coolest characters in the first game are mm-hmm. Scorpion and Sub-Zero. And in the subsequent movies, sometimes people like Reptile. Sometimes people are cool with Smoke. Like, the robots are sweet, but basically... The yellow and the blue and pretty much the green ninjas are the coolest ninjas. Always. Like, that's who the everyone wanted characters. to be. Yeah. So, when you set up a movie where, like, they're both going to die in fights like little bitches, like, the movie is not, it's not as sweet as it should be. Like, they, sh- they should have been the last two fights before Shang Tsung. Like, Sonya should have fought one, Johnny Cage should have fought one, and then Liu Kang should have had to fight Shang Tsung. And, like, they should have probably... I don't know. I mean, I guess you can't kill the heroes because the heroes have to be heroes. But how could Donka? How could you have done this movie without killing, like, Scorpion and Sub Zero? All right, here go nerd glasses again. Uh, apparent. So uh, Scorpion is like a hellspawn, so he kind of can't be killed. Got really, it. he's just like a specter that keeps coming back. And uh, in the games, the original Sub Zero does die and come back right. as a different character. Got it's it. It's like his brother, right? Yeah, it, he comes back as a. Uh, the noob Cybot, which is a oh yeah 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 noob um, Cybot, and then I his little that. brother from the same clan becomes the new Sub Zero. So Sub Zero is a title in their clan of like Grandmaster. Right. Got it. Okay, yeah. so that's how they save the characters. Yep. Thank God we had you on this episode. Yeah. Well, uh, I just want to address really quickly: the audio hasn't been patched into the episode, so the crowd is just hearing me for the first time. Oh, oh really? No. Oh no! Yeah, hi everybody. Oh, that's oh, terrible. That's that's yeah. They had moments where we were just sitting here. I'm sorry, audience. Eh, don't worry about it. We'll f- we'll fix it. Okay. All right. Good. Um, yeah. Well. So basically, that's the fight. Uh, I guess that's the ultimate action scene. And then I- he picks up the giant shield and cuts his head in half, and lava blood comes out. Also, like, um, don't like bugs and stuff come out of his head. No, no, no. That's that's, that's uh, reptile. That's reptile. Because his head his head explodes. Actually, we need to play this up until the point that we see him throw the signed picture. Um, yeah, it's very important. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Like, it's super, super funny that. Uh, oh yeah, he just like breathes fire. Yeah, he's like, what about this gigantic shield over here? Yeah, it's a good setup. It is. It's sweet that <laughs> it's just like a skeleton. Uh, it's sweet that like Johnny Cage, like his whole motivation for even going to the tournament and doing anything is just, just to sound or to to legitimize his coolness. Yeah. Because he just, he's not, he thinks that people think he's a fake. He's, like, a massively successful movie star. Right. And, like, that's not enough. Like, he has to go, like, that's his whole reason for getting on the, the, the boat. It's because, like, people think I'm a fake, so I'll just get on this creepy boat. Right. Luke Kang is trying to save the entire world. Yeah. And Johnny Cage is like, ah, I want people And avenge his brother's death, right? Yeah. There it is. <laughs> there so it is. Good. He's trying to avenge his brother's death. Sonya's partner got killed. Yeah. He's trying to avenge death. Johnny Cage just, like, doesn't want he to be a fake. Liter- I mean, that's probably why he dies in the second one. Spoiler alert. Sorry. We said it, like, five <laughs> times. Uh, I So the second movie is bad on such a different level than this movie. So good. Like, I saw it in theaters, for sure. The the weekend it came yeah. out, like, I was super pumped. Dude, like, I saw it opening weekend, then went out and bought the soundtrack. Of course. Like, it's not a bad... I mean, it's, it's a yeah, same, very, it's very bad, bad movie. It's very bad. Um, I just, like, pretty much... Even as a kid, like, okay, I'm 27 years old, so in 1995, right, I was seven. That was when this movie came out, I was seven. And I thought it was the sweetest thing I'd ever seen. Absolutely. Annihilation came out two years later. I was nine. 
as a nine-year-old. I was right. still able to tell just how bad that movie was <laughs> to the point that I never wanted to watch it again, and I never have. This is the sequel to my favorite movie and as you were a kid. Nine. Yeah. You're still like, nah, I trust, I trust nine-year-old me. So, you know, if you guys think that my opinions here are wrong, please uh, let me know. Yeah. Um, ben, we'll call you for the Annihilation episode of Video Game Movie Anatomy. Okay, yeah. I would love you to do it. I would right. love to come on. Is, is there anybody in the live chat? Have we chased all of them away? Uh, I actually, I haven't been pulling my phone up. No, there's actually a lot of people keep showing up. Really? I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so, 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 favorite line, I already pretty much previewed my favorite line. I gave mine. Yeah? Yeah. I guess, I mean, there's some other super sweet ones. I mean, basically every line in this movie is really good and really bad all at the same time. Okay, here's another question for you. Um, before Princess Katana is kind enough to say to Luke There's Kang, 40 people watching right now I live. It. I love it. You guys are the best. <laughs> to win your next fight, use the element which brings life. Um, so before she says that, just say water. Yeah. Just say water. <laughs> why are they Why are they fighting in front of Shang Tsung and like not really fighting and no one dies? Why does that happen? Wait, I'm sorry. What was that? I'm reading. When when Liu Kang fights Princess Katana, uh huh. They're oh, not no one really fighting, and no one dies. Is it like just a sparring match? It's literally just for her to like her and Liu Kang to like touch each other, and for her to tell him how to beat Sub Zero. Because the whole time Shang Tsung's like Katana, yeah, you disappoint me. Like yeah. what? What are you guys even doing? Are you do you want her to kill him? Like you have two people in here that can't kill each other, right? Like by the rules of the tournament, like she can't die. Yeah. And he, I mean, obviously he wants her to, or him to die, but he, she's not going to kill him. I don't know. It just, it seems so, like, why can't they have just bumped into each other in the hallway? Okay, so, um. And their fight is, like, one of the most unbelievable moments in this entire movie. She, I still think she moves better than. She the, does. Than Sonya Blade. She does, but it still just looks, it's just like, nope. Yeah. Because she keeps putting him down. She just, like, bends his arm and bends him down. Because he's too much of a gentleman. He's afraid to hit a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I think that's the case. Though, actually, Sonya gets the shit kicked out of her, so... Um, yeah. Yeah, she takes some real some real blows Kano, there. Kano, he's like... He, he, you can tell just by looking at him, he's going to be one of those type of fighters. Yeah. Like, not, Kick her not, in the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty. I love Kano. <laughs> I'll bet you do. <laughs> he's the best. Uh, so, Ben... Angea! Um, Angea! Wait, wrong movie. Wow, like, <laughs> that's for the prestige. <laughs> uh, hero and villain ranking? No. Absolutely not. Shang, I, I strongly considered putting Shang Tsung I on my villain list. I did think about putting him at like 50. I still might. Yeah, he's probably sweeter than some of the characters that we have on the list, Like, but also just is terrible. Yeah, like I I don't know. All right. We, he's we, so good, though. Neither of us put like, him on the list, but I honestly feel like I did myself a disservice, and I'm going to put him on my list. Do my eyes deceive me, or Ooh. do you have Mortal Kombat not at dead last? Yes. Did you put the take you fell in <laughs> one, two, three behind it? You son of a gun! It has begun. <laughs> I can't believe you. I like. It I, has I begun. All right, so we have our movie rankings here, and we both put it very close to the bottom. Um, I like. I wrote it in Undertaking Impala One Two Three, and I was like, but it would just be so much more interesting on the show if it was in front of Taking Impala One Two Three. Are you revising it now? So after you've got my reaction? No, no, no. I'm gonna leave it there. Forty one. Taking Pelham uh, right in front of Taking Pelham right behind Demolition Man. I'm gonna move Mortal Kombat up to wherever Gladiator is and put it in front of Gladiator. <laughs> it's like my sixth favorite movie we've ever done on the show. No, no, no. It's it's definitely dead last. I, I can't find I couldn't find it in myself to put this in front of Demolition Man. Despite, it's so hard to try to respect this movie. Despite the fact that Demolition Man is not particularly good and is ridiculous, uh-huh. like this movie is just worse. Like it doesn't this movie just doesn't have, like, 
from an enjoyment standpoint, it's like a perfect ten. Like if you're going to like, what is the sweetest movie on this list? Like this is sweeter. It's than... It's definitely one of the sweetest. Oh yeah, this movie's way sweeter than a lot of the movies on here. Like take, take for instance Jurassic World or like Furious Seven movies that are like very entertaining. I'll take this movie over those movies any day of the week. You know what I mean? Right. I, I'd watch this movie over Lethal Weapon because like yeah, no, I mean there's that's the thing is that's why our list we always say it's it's a it's a combination between greatest and like favorite and most rewatchable because it, there is that that yeah. line in there but if you're going to try to go some in between category where you're not going to not necessarily rank this movie like as a legitimate like all that whole deal then you just i can't in good conscience put it ahead of the movie that has Simon Phoenix i have such Simon says, i have a die. good good feeling about where i put mine on my list yeah i'll bet you do <laughs> you hate that so much don't you he, that's a great film the taking of fellow <laughs> 1 2 3 by the way by the way, if you want to hear Andrew say no, what behind your back? That film, the episode is ticking up. The views. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's like thirteen. Or I thought 14K. there was someone standing behind me. It's like thirteen or fourteen k now. Uh, it's going to cross into the twenty thousand views range pretty soon. The taking of Pelham one, two, three. I hate it. I the hate guilty it. movie pleasures collab episode. All right. Speaking of collabs, um, speaking of we? collapse, your opinion is gone. <laughs> your opinion is gone, and I hate you. God is my. <laughs> Should we, like, try to make a weird recast this week where we kind of, like, BS who we think should be who? Yeah, I think it's I think it's fair. I mean, we've we've done the thing before where we, like, run into the problem of anytime, anytime you're casting Asian-American actors or Asian actors right. at all. Or like, black or whatever it seems that seems to be fitting for the movie. I mean, I think Asian Asian actors are more difficult to find, to find like, lots of interesting yeah. mainstream options for us just because, like, there's not as many parts that are featured in mainstream American films, which is primarily what we end up watching. Right. So you end up going with just, like, the two or three people that are in a lot of movies. I think it gets tough. I guess if you were going to, like, if you were going to just, like, open up race, gender, um, like, race, gender, or, like, type for mm-hmm. all these roles, that's maybe, the, like, the more fun and easier way to do this. What do you think? <sighs> this is if you were Let's gonna... do a little bit of both. Okay. Let's just, like, let's just, like, you think of someone, throw them out there, and we'll see what happens. Okay, and this would be, by the way, and Donica, you're in on this, like, so coldly, like, so 100%. Do what I can. Make sure your fucking mic's turned on. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm here now. So, okay, what we're going to do here is we're going to go, if this movie was being made for a 2017 Christmas release <laughs> with legit actors and, like, you're going to legitimize the shit out of it. Like, this is going to really? be a dramatic fight movie. Like, okay. you're going to have to find a way to make this movie actually compelling and not silly. Liam Neeson is rated. <laughs> Can I believe Liam Neeson in a Andrew, rice paddy hat? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if it worked for Lambert, it could work for Neeson. Right. I mean, Lord Raiden, like, I don't... Who, yeah. else, would you, who else would you put there? Lord somebody Raiden. who's just like a little bit less just straight up white, maybe. Right. I mean, somebody who's like ethnically ambiguous Chow a fat. little bit. No, no, no. Like, maybe like you go with somebody who's like a little more olive skinned than just straight white. The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, no, no. You can't go with The Rock. But he could maybe be Shane Tsung. Uh, the Rock is Jax. Dude. 100%. But Jax isn't in this movie. Yeah, he is. You want, oh. you want The Rock saying, hey, Sonya. Hey, Sonya. Right. Wait. That Jax. Don't go. Yeah, it'd be funny to just get him to show up. You could also, what if you went in one of the comedy direction and you were to cast all these with, like, comedic actors? Right. That's funny, too. Uh, Johnny Cage. Who's Johnny James C- Franco. I mean, I, if we're going that direction, that's funny. I sort of like, like, for Johnny Cage, just, like, going with, like, Channing Tatum. If okay. If comedy, that's funny. Or, or if you wanted to go, like, slightly more legitimate, like, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, 
you think like Taylor Kitsch could pull him off? Or do you think he'd even be too witty? I think Rebel Wilson would be a good Sonya Blade. Or wait, what are we talking about? Ryan Reynolds is, is 100% Johnny Cage. I was going to say Pratt. Pratt for, for Cage? I think Reynolds is good. I like yeah. Reynolds. I think Reynolds is the guy because like Johnny Cage makes a lot of really stupid jokes. And yeah. like if you just like take Ryan Reynolds from Deadpool and just make him jacked and he's like a sweet fighter, I think that's a good cast. Solid. Street solid. Fighter. Forgot about Street Fighter. Also a really good movie. Um, Jean-Claude. I'm, yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I'm going to go with for uh, for Sonya Blade. I'm going to go with... Uh, Rebel Wilson. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to go with... Um, what the hell's her name? Suicide Squad. Oh, Margot oh. Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. I go Margot Robbie for she's yeah. smoking. She's so good. And I feel like she could pull off being kind of a bitch if she needed to. I think Ken Watanabe would be a sweet Shang Tsung. Oh, yeah. Because of Raz al Ghul. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. be really cool. I like that. I- I'll-, I'll agree with you on that. Uh, is he, he just like would be like less of like slightly older Jack dude. He'd yeah. Like a little more like samurai, like just like doesn't need to be jacked. Yeah, it doesn't need to be jacked, but is an incredible evil fighter. Yeah. Soul sucker. I think K- who's Kano? Kano's such a good one. Yeah, like. Gerard Butler, come on. Oh, oh yeah, that's so good. So money. Perfect. No, yeah, done. Uh, he's evil with the thing on his face. Who are you missing? Uh, Shang Tsung, Sonya, Johnny Cage. We got Lou Reedon and Lou Luke Kang. Liu Kang, okay, if we're doing serious, I think Tony Jaa would be really sweet at it. Just because I love the way he fights and it'd be like a cool. Super little is he the is. problem. It's cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll bet you, I'll bet you, uh, that, that Robin hey. Chow. Hey, remember when our parents died? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like with Liu Kang, yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. It's that's just, a hard one. I don't know. What do you think, Donna? Got any thoughts? Uh, Donnie Yen. Oh, yeah, I like Donnie Yen. Remind me who Donnie Yen is. Which yeah. one? Uh, Ip Man. Oh sure, Hitman, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah, that's. I mean, that's solid. That's cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I have a very convincing uh, ad for Liu Kang, but but I <laughs> for Lord Raiden, like I, though I do think Liam Neeson's a funny idea. I don't know that I necessarily am on board with that. Who would you believe? Yeah, somebody with like a really really intense like low voice and like crazy look. I feel like I'm missing out on some good chit chat here. Um, I wonder. I wonder who would be like a good. I, I mean, thought something fun that, that you could do is you could take the actors from this movie and transpose them into the new one because the original Shang Tsung came back for that Machinima series as Shang Tsung. Got it, but he yeah. was animated, right? No, no, no. No, he showed up as as in real life as himself. Wait, wait. The Machinima series was live action? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that it was animated. No, no, no. It was Dude. live action. It looked insane. Yeah, Jerry Ryan was Sonya Blade. Huh. Flipping awesome. So if you flip that, you put them, you, you, you make him... Raiden, and, and he has that epicness and that presence of an elder god that you wouldn't get from too many other people. Oh, I want Edward James almost, actually. Oh, I just decided so as, Lord, as Lord Raiden. That's perfect. That's a good one. Because, he's yeah, he's a little bit more ambiguous. I like that. That's that's my that's my vote. And my and my Liu Kang vote... My Liu Kang yeah, vote... Yeah, right. I'm not really sure who I go with for Liu Kang. Like, I... I'm sure that there are actors that I could come up with. Some guy like, said, uh, "Some guy said Jackie Chan is Shang, Shang Tsung." Two people really like Donnie Yen as Raiden. Donnie Yen is Raiden. Okay, <laughs> Maggie, Maggie Q, Liu Kang. I like that. <laughs> the, uh, the Rock is Goro. These are good. <laughs> this is great. Simply Ron Perlman. Yeah, just in general. Just in general. Yeah. I think The Rock is Goro. Like we haven't talked about. Purdings. Oh, okay. No. Hold on. I'm not no. done yet. We got some good ones in here. So The Rock is Goro. Anthony Mackie is Jax. Okay. Someone wrote Batman is Shang Tsung, so I mean I'm already I'm always on board with that. Uh, Emily Blunt, mm, Sonya Blade. Sonya Blade. She's this great. one though, Tom Hardy is Kano. 
Oh, that would be sweet. Yeah, he'd be that's a good, a good one. one. That's a good one. He'd be a good Kano. Don't say it. <laughs> I know the lines that. you want to. I know what you, I know you want to quote Revenant. It's I'll, not the I'm right. Leave it alone. I'm gonna leave my my Tom Hardy voice alone. Okay. Uh, this is a little segment on the show we like to call Cage versus Cruise. This feels like an absolutely appropriate. Uh, okay, so let's just put Tom Cruise into the Liu Kang role. Okay, I'm gonna put. Uh, Oh, I want to put Nick Cage into Shang Tsung. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so Tom Cruise. Who are you? What? Who are you? Uh, Tom Cruise into as, Liu Kang. As Liu Kang. Okay. What, what did I say? No, that's what you said. I just okay. wasn't sure. So it'd be like, oh, I forgot. We're fighting for the fate of the world. Yeah. No way. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's good. Uh, Lord Raiden, how nice of a, <laughs> you to grace us with your. Presence. Presence. <laughs> uh, line. Uh, Nick, you said uh, line. the line correctly. Why don't you just finish the... Uh, we're on back take again. <laughs> Start from the top. No, Nick, we don't need you to... Wait, I, Andrew, just for, for my sake, could you give me a, a quick Your Sideshow Freaks Attack My Fighters escape? <laughs> <laughs> your, uh... What, what was it? Shot. Your Sideshow Freaks <laughs> Attack My Fighters. Strictly <laughs> prohibited. <laughs> Who's playing Luke Kang? <laughs> um, or like, or if, if Cruz was to be like, uh, to be like, grandfather, get up! This is not your god of thunder and lightning. It's just a beggar. Lou, you have to listen to what I say. You remember when our parents died? <laughs> now you're now, now, now Cruz is doing the voice of Chan and the voice of Luke Kang. He's just talking to himself. Voiceover. That's yeah, it's cool. Just give, him, give him a cool few mil to come into the, the ADR. All right, it's about enough of that. Um, do we even have to do the categories? There's three categories of action movies, guys. The categories are totally legitimate, <laughs> totally ridiculous, ridiculously legitimate. Without even explaining what those are, this movie is totally ridiculous. Totally, Actually, totally legit. I mean, you can pretty much surmise from watching this that there are movies that are legitimate. There are movies that are silly but compelling, and there are movies that are totally silly. I find and this whole movie completely believable. Wait, what? 100% totally rigid, legitimate. Are you drunk? Are you even drinking? Yeah, no, there's not. There's. <laughs> Damn it! Wow, I've never been called a fool by Shang Tsung before. Yeah. I felt really, I feel really dumb now. I hope you feel good about your decision making. Uh, all right, so, yeah, totally, totally, totally ridiculous. Yeah. All right, and this, this leads us to one last bit of the show. Which is? is? a little something that we like to call The, the Bitch! So, uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna pitch two movies for next week. We're gonna put it up on Twitter at AMA Podcast. You guys will go find the Twitter. You will vote on the movie you want to see. There are two films that we are interested in pitching. One of which Andrew is gonna pitch to you right now is The Kingsman, The Secret Service, The Secret Service. It okay. This movie was one of those movies where I had no interest in watching it whatsoever. I had, I had nothing. There was n- I just it looked so dumb. Colin Firth, really. Uh, then my buddy told me about it and he said it was great. I went and watched this movie and I loved it. I watched it like three or four times in, in the span of having it for like a week. Uh, it's awesome. The action's so good. The, the fighting's good. It's like a new take on the secret agent movie. The kid kills it. What's his name? A Taylor Edgerton? A Taron Edgerton. Taron Edgerton. Yeah. Um, I just think it'd be such a fun movie to cover on the show. We'd back to something more serious. It feels like our genre. And it's just good fun. Yeah, I've, good I've seen parts of it, and the fighting looks 
epically sweet. Oh, yeah, Ben hasn't even, you haven't even seen the whole thing, which no. is also another reason to have it on the show. It would be so great to talk about. But then again, your movie, neither of us have seen. Yeah, so I want to pitch the film Triple Nine. Yeah. Uh, now, Triple Nine, from what I understand, stands for the distress call that a police officer puts out when officer under duress needs immediate help. Um, and that's like in the movie, I guess, is a tactic that they use to draw cops away from a certain area to like pull off a heist. Hmm. Crazy cast. Like we're talking, we're talking like Woody Harrelson, Casey Affleck, Norman Reedus from Walking Dead, Anthony Mackie, Kate Winslet plays like a Russian gangster. Yeah. There's a bunch of beheadings and like chopped off fingers and stuff. I mean, the trailer looks insane. It's directed by John Hillcoat, the guy that directed The Road, the guy right. that directed like uh, 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 Lawless and that movie, The Proposition. Extremely dark, extremely violent. I've heard the good reviews have compared to Heat, whereas the bad ones have just said it's like a little bit like an unbelievable uh, crime movie. But I mean, seriously, the the trailers look awesome. The trailers look good, and it's got a lot of high intensity action, a lot of gunfights. So uh, I would really like to do Triple Nine. I think it would be awesome. I'm stoked on either movie. We're going to put up the two options on the Twitter at AMA Podcast. If you want to find me, you can find me at Ben Bateman Media. You can find me at Andrew Guy. Thank you guys so much. Oh, Donica, where can the folks find you? I'm sorry. Find me and Mark B. Donica. The B is for Babality. 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 New word. Uh, if anybody wanted to hear more about Prince Goro, I'm sorry we didn't talk about him more. You can tweet at us sweet. personally if you'd like to get our thoughts on Prince Goro. If you want to hear more about Prince Goro, check out Video Game Movie Anatomy on the Popcorn Talk Network. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys have done this movie? It was our very first episode. You should check it out. Probably then. a lot more intelligent than this one. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and uh, that's going to pretty much do it. So we will see you guys same time, same place next week. Thanks for stopping by. Adios. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.